Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. What's up, guys? Today I'm so excited to discuss more about social media marketing, how you can grow your audience, get sales, traffic, anything. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Jared. How are you? Doing good, brother. Doing good. How have you been, man? Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. Always welcome, you know, to see you many times, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's talk uh, today about the future of social media marketing. Uh, before we start, just remind about yourself, your background, about your awesome tool that you uh, work and yeah, uh, any other uh, valuable information. Yeah, absolutely. So for everybody watching, uh, my name is Jared Thomas. Um, I've been in the industry for about 10 years. I've done everything from display advertising. I've sold CPC, programmatic. Um, I worked at events of SaaS platform, Con Lions. I worked at a <coughs> brand side, um, you know, like I said, social listening platforms. Right now I'm at a social media management company. Um, and what my big thing is, is personal branding, right? So when I've been in the space, um, when I first started early in my career, just like everybody else, I was told sales has to be a certain way. Uh, you have to send out these emails. You have to make a thousand cold calls and you have to really just create a process. Right. When I got to my last job, I really was just tired of it. I was just mm -hmm. like, no more. I can't do it. Uh, they want me to go after Nike, Uber, um, and I'm not doing it. I just wanted to go after I wanted to go after I wanted to double down on content. Right. And that's where it's going to be for everybody else in the Web 3.0 era. Right. The content, mm -hmm. the creator is going to have the power, ownership. Is going to be a big thing, right? Knowing, um, creating that unique experience with your customer is going to be a big thing, right? So, luckily, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a genius. I wasn't, a, you know, somebody like that just foresaw it. It was just something I just lucked into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And then just over time, I end up just learning a lot about the space, learning a lot about LinkedIn, learning a lot about social media as well. It's coming from space, obviously. Um, yeah, and it's been, it's been crazy. So, for anybody watching. If you want to start your personal brand, go on LinkedIn, start it. Don't get too crazy on the content strategy. Just think about connecting, connecting with people. It doesn't worry about the content. It's about how do I connect? Yeah, I That's agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love connecting. I think, uh, you know, um, today people don't understand how to connect with others. They usually try to sell, you know, from the first attempt. <laughs> you know, I can provide the service, buy my uh, products. But if you connect, if you build uh, relationships without trying to sell, you can go ahead, you know. Yeah, it, it, it okay. helps to warm connections, you know. And yeah, you can uh, create the feeling uh, friendships. Yeah, we are friends. <laughs> and uh, at that way, you can go uh, with uh, selling or anything else, you know, yeah, or creating cohesive projects. Uh, you know, people people often ask me about uh, personal and business brand. Can you tell more uh, why personal brand is important and where to need uh, where to pay more attention today uh, when you create brand awareness? Yeah, so personal branding is very important because I what I tell people to look at it if you if you're on the company side, right? So if you're a brand thinking to yourself, should I allow personal branding to go along in my organization? The answer is absolutely yes, right? Reason one, it's an additional content distribution avenue for your organization, right? So once again, people buy from people. People don't mm -hmm. want to buy from brands anymore, right? So, and nowadays people don't know what you stand for as a brand. What do you do? What, uh, what do you do behind the scenes? You just can't print cash no more, right? We need to know what you're about, right? So why not use the people who 
are actually talking to the customer, right? So now if I start my personal brand, I'm with an organization, I tell my story, right? What my experience is like at the organization, people are going to see it. People may want to work there. So that's good for recruiting. It's good from a client standpoint, because now I may be cool. They may resonate with my story. They may want to go get a drink with me, whatever the case may be, right? And this is where the personal branding works, right? That's what the value of that is, right? Because people want to connect, man. We've all been stuck in a house. We've been dealing with things, right? So they want that one-to-one connection. So for personal branding, it's super important for an organization. It can drive extra traffic. It can get your message out. It can change the brand sentiment. It can bring people to your organization. And Mm -hmm. then for you, you as an individual, it'll change your life, man. Like I said, relationships is currency. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I built my brand in Ukraine for many years. And uh, when I started to promote my personal brand uh, uh, on English-speaking countries, uh, yep. I got it that uh, nobody knows me. You know, nobody. I'm nobody. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of reputation you have in uh, Ukraine. Uh, you need to start from scratch. And today I cooperate with uh, Ren Fishkin, Neil Patel uh, uh, will be speaking yeah. on my podcast on the next week. Many other recognizable experts, Craig Campbell, Lily Ray, I respect all of them. And uh, yeah, it's possible. It's possible to cooperate with others if you take care about them, if you are interested about their content. Can you yeah. tell uh, how to start uh, from your experience? For example, if you uh, want to build your network uh, to cooperate with others, uh, how to find them, uh, how to start uh, this cooperation and build your relationships? Yeah, yeah. So start, uh, I think step one when you're developing your personal brand is what do you want to do, right? But who, who do you want to get in touch with? Who do you want to talk with? Who is your audience, right? What is your mission statement? Right. So for me, my mission statement was I wanted to one connect with customers. I wanted to share my knowledge because I've been in the marketing space for 10 years. I felt like I had valuable knowledge to share. Um, But lastly, it was just like I want to tell my story and I wanted to show representation matters. Right. So when I came in the industry and it's only like there wasn't no African-American employees that I saw that looked like me, that wore the hat, that was cool, that listened to hip hop. I didn't see it. Right. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to be self once again right if i'm gonna do anything why not be myself right so think of it like a per your personal branding think of it like a movie trailer why should i listen to you why should i follow you why should i talk to you why should i stop my day and interact with you right so what worked for me was not the seo content what wasn't the content strategy stuff social media content it was man i was 20 years old i was at starbucks i was working at the pancreatidian i was working at all these different places and i had my first child right what am I going to do? So I basically mm-hmm. just outlined what my process was from me working at BBQs, going all the way into tech, right? And what was my first experience in sales like? So that was what it was like. So somebody said, how do you filter out the right audience on LinkedIn? If you're authentic, like-minded people will find you. You don't have to filter them out. Authenticity is your filter, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody doesn't like your, you know, doesn't like your content, they're not going to rock with you. If somebody yeah. likes your content, they're going to engage with you, right? So mm-hmm. that's what it is, man. Then when you get those people who really want to work with you, really want to talk to you, is they're gonna make referrals. They're gonna say this. They're gonna do that, right? They're gonna go out the way to help you. But that's what it is. Yeah. Authenticity is the filter to find your audience. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, if you're interested about technical aspect, just use LinkedIn Navigator. You know, um, yeah, you can set up your filters uh, to find the right audience. And you know, Jared, it's interesting that uh, after my live streams. Uh, mm-hmm. I usually get interesting data that uh, uh, 10 
people are uh, unfollow me and 20 people follow me yes. <laughs> you know and uh, uh, my team asked me what's going on why they 10 people unfollow I go, that's okay you know they're not interested with my content I respect them you know that's okay go ahead with your preferences but we can get more when they follow people so uh, <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah that's why it's better to be yourself you know don't play others uh, then copy others because it's interesting it's hard it's hard to copy others because you can't copy them you know you, you, but when you play yourself yeah you can go ahead with many uh, okay let's talk about future uh, what kind of future uh, are you expecting you know uh, because uh, for example um, uh, about metaverse that uh, will be coming and uh, many other stuff uh, how to uh, grow today online considering future yeah yeah so everything uh for those who are who those who are watching right everybody's probably heard it right web 3.0 right that's mm -hmm. where it's going to lead right so you had the, the dot-com era right when the first internet first started it was all about content with blogs all that stuff like second is what we're in right now in terms of the brand's interaction you know um and the content we create web 3.0 is all going to be about ownership and better interactions community mm -hmm. Right. That's what it's all going to be about. Right. So as far as the future, what I see for business, I see things like what me and you doing. I see that being a much bigger avenue for brands to explore. I think personal branders and influencers are going to have a much bigger part in brands than we initially thought. Um, I think that also I think brands should be thinking about as far as the metaverse and some of these other areas. How do I create the best, unique, seamless experience for my customer? And I actually just had. Mm -hmm. Um, a good friend of mine, Walt Gear, on my podcast yesterday, we was talking about this, right? He said one thing that interests him is AR. So basically, mm -hmm. the way the way everything is going to go, right? So think about it. It's going to be glasses, right? So if you're walking into a you know a store or something like that, it's going to be interactive. So it's going to be, hey, you go into Macy's, a shirt pops up. This is a Marnie Exchange Large. Would you like to buy it? Yes, I do mm -hmm. want to buy it. Yes, I do like to do this. Oh, can you rotate it for me? All those things, right? And that's what it's going to be like from a B2C and a brand, I mean, a business consumer brand. It's going to be how do I utilize this technology to interact with my customers in such a way that creates a memorable experience that drives purchases. So that's yeah. what it's going to be, man. I think that's that's where customers, I mean, what brands should be thinking about. How do we utilize this technology? How do we utilize the metaverse? How do we create the NFTs? How do we do all of that? And I, I want to ask you, man, because you know all of this stuff is speculative. Like I said, I'm still learning this stuff. I'm sure everybody else is. It's the wild, wild west. That's what you need to get on it now. Mm -hmm. well, what do you think about NFTs, right? What is the value of a moment? What do you mm -hmm. think? Because I'm curious to hear what you think. Ah, uh, you know. I'm not good with NFT. Uh, yeah, I often hear about that, and uh, I even uh, had one speaker who uh, uh, shares a lot about NFT. Uh, but right now, uh, I have some uh, resources uh, in crypto in many different uh, cryptocurrencies. Yeah. And uh, but about NFT, uh, I know it's future. It's interesting to learn about that. Uh, I think yeah. it will be. Yeah, probably it will be some currency. Uh, so uh i don't know yeah i i think it's better to uh to spend time to learn about that because i have yes, many sir. other priorities uh and uh, when uh, i consider okay i need to learn about nft i need to learn about uh, <laughs> uh new google analytics i need to learn about that uh, so i just choose priorities i uh, if you like nft if you want to jump on this field and be early adopters 
just do it. You know, uh, don't wait when someone will share all information about NFT because it's not hard. Just use Google. You know, uh, I like Gary Vee uh, when uh, someone asks him how to find information. Google, yeah. <laughs> Google, YouTube, everything. You know, just type on Google NFT guide, NFT information, and you can find everything. You know, I, I want to learn more about NFT. Just a lack of time, you know, yeah, uh, because of other priorities. And I, I think that's okay. Uh, I remember when Shaquille O'Neal uh, replied about NFT. Uh, he, he replied, you know, if I don't understand something, uh, I, I move it, I leave it because, uh, yeah, I have my priorities where I understand. So you can't know everything, but uh, you can choose your priorities. And that's okay, yeah. For, and, for, and, those, for those watching, let's just break it down for them really quickly, just so they get a mm -hmm. high level understanding, right? So an NFT is basically digital ownership of a moment, right? So, so for mm -hmm. instance, I went to a Brooklyn Nets game, right? Let's say Kyrie Irving makes a great layup. He scores, right? They sell the NFT, right? That's me owning that digital moment, right? So basically I would have ownership. It would basically, um, it would be like a wallet and your wallet would say, hey, this verifies that I own this piece of whatever. So if somebody tries to put it in a movie or show espn tries to throw it on their highlights right you could potentially make some money right so that's the high level way of explaining it and what you said before was really interesting it was like about the google right and the way to find it right so this is for brands same way that anatoly said well, where do i find it man I go to google right it is no longer a selling process process it is a buying process right so the way that Antoni said if i'm going to find information i'm going to find a brand i'm going to find a company i'm going to go online and i'm going to figure it out i'm going to look at their blogs i'm going to try to find unbiased content i'm going to look at reviews right this is why seo is so important right this is why social media is so important this is why all these other channels like email is so important right you guys need to be able to connect the dots and understand that your buyers are going to find you. But how do you create that two-way conversation and that experience where they come to you? And then understand mm -hmm. what they do when they come to you. That's mm -hmm. the that's the key. So you know, just want to add that two little two cents, man. Yeah, got it, got it. Okay, uh, can you share how to find content ideas when you post on social media? Uh, because, uh, uh, you know, uh, when, uh, uh, when I learned about uh, posting on social media, uh, and for example, Gary Vee uh, shares that you need to post as maximum as possible. Uh, other uh, influencers can tell, no, you need to create high quality content only one time a week. How to find this balance? Do we need to listen to Gary Vee or uh, other experts on this niche and where to find these ideas to post content? It depends what you're looking to do, right? So mm -hmm. that's the best answer. I know that sounds kind of like cliche or whatever, but like the best thing, right? If you're running a business, right? If I'm running a business and I need to generate leads, I'm going to post as much as possible because that is a way for me to connect with somebody and a way for me mm -hmm. to potentially drive a lead, right? So that's where I was at with. I would post maybe once, maybe twice a day if I really felt it, right? And out of those conversations, out of somebody who liked my stuff, commented, right? I'm taking those conversations offline, right? We're trying to build with each other, right? I think that's what's key if you're if you're working with a business. But if you're somebody like me who works with a, a, a well-known brand, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to sell. I just do what I want, man. And I think that's the best thing you should do. Do what you want, man. I was that guy that was like, man, I got to post every day. I'm going to kill my algorithm. I'm going to kill my stats. And da, da, da. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares, man? It's only LinkedIn. And that's what I yeah. tell people now. It's only LinkedIn. Seriously. So just be yourself. What I do, like I'll tell you, I'll tell you the truth, Anatoly. I never had a content strategy for LinkedIn. I wake up and I just post what I feel. <laughs> Nothing happens. 
cool. If it's a story, cool. I might want to talk about my neighborhood. I might want to talk about my kids. I might want to talk about how I got into sales, right? I might have had a terrible sales call. It was like this person was a jackass or he just whatever. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Right? I'm just saying, I'm just using that as an example, right? Do what you want to do, right? Once again, know your mission statement. If you want to connect with more people and build relationships, you can be yourself, right? If you want to build your brand and drive customers, tell them about the problems you solve and make it a fun way. Yeah, you know, guys, in North Korea, they like it. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> they have no internet, but they love it. <laughs> love you guys, man. Much love. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I have the same strategy. You know, you unhided my secrets. You know how to post on LinkedIn. Just uh, post as maximum as possible. You know, uh, and I I have no special plans that I need to create some content about this topic. Uh, I don't use any keyword research. I just uh, read a lot of blogs, books, and when I find some interesting ideas, I yeah. combine them with my ideas. You know. Mm -hmm. It's not hard, you know, when you uh, interested about reading blogs, many of them, uh, they don't spend a lot of time sharing on social media or just uh, submit their links. That's it, you know, but yeah. it doesn't work like this. It's better uh, to take their ideas, uh, combined with experience to create new stuff, you know, unique stuff. And yeah, it works well. So uh, just uh, learn more about your niche and share with your audience, help them forget about selling. You know, I don't know, probably. 99% of all of my posts uh, are informational posts. You know? That's yeah. it. You know? That's it. Without... And that's the, that's the beauty of it, right? So if you're putting up informational posts, right? Like you just said, you said people, you got people from Korea, people from other countries, right? They're going to follow you. They're going to want to get a beer with you. They're going to want to support you, right? So if you sell mm -hmm. something, if you create a stream yard or, or a broad podcast, they're going to want to listen. If you have shirts, they're going to buy it, right? They're gonna, all those things, right? And because you're helping, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're not asking for anything, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. People are coming to you and that's where you lose the leverage as a salesperson. So if I go into your DM right now and I say, hey, Anatoly, I've got this great new social media platform that does X, Y, Z, and I don't know you, Nah, you mm -hmm. might pick up, you might not pick up. It depends how you feel in that day, what the particular need is. There's too many factors for me to put my business on that. Mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I'm like it's too many factors. So I rather just build a relationship where me and you have 10 touches. And guess what? You're going to see my profile. You're going to see who I work for. And if you really like me, you're going to go to my profile. And if you mm -hmm. really like my profile, you're going to go to my website. And if you really like my website, you're going to stay top of mind when you're ready to make a purchase. So like my question to you, though, Anatoly, because I used to when, when I first came up on LinkedIn, I used to see you a lot as well. Right. You know, we used to interact with each other. And one thing I used to see you do a lot was the um, I'm looking forward to grow. Right. Mm -hmm. So my question to you. Right. What do you think is the impact of that type of content versus you telling your story? Right. Versus like you, you know, how all you know what I mean? Like really personal stories versus that. Do you think it, uh, it's better than the other or? I, I'm trying to combine, you know, my personal stories uh, with my uh, business goals. You know, uh, I, I can't tell that uh, it depends. Of course, it depends. Sometimes I can share only my personal stories, but uh, I think it's better to mix them, you know, to create some content. And uh, I love more testing. Sometimes I can test uh, so much, you know, more than uh, I needed. For example, uh, I on my YouTube channel, I can uh -huh. post a lot of uh, YouTube short videos and uh, uh, to lose around 50 people uh, uh, with unsubscribe. 
But you know, for me, uh, of course, I don't want to lose them. But uh, I'm looking for ways to improve my content, to test them. So uh, I don't care uh, when people unsubscribe or unfollow. Of course, I, uh, I don't like it. But that's okay, you know, if you are looking for new ways. So testing is the best approach. For example, uh, yeah, uh, I love testing new formats. If someone doesn't like it, okay, probably we need to go different directions. That's okay. I respect you. It's your way. My way is different. And yeah, for me, it's better to submit your story with business goals to combine them. For example, people love stories. When you share about your way, how you can achieve some, I don't know, it's not about success, how you achieve something, you know, to get some rewards. Yeah, just share with your personal story. It works well. And combine uh, with your business goals as well because we need to get relevant audience. You know, if you get irrelevant audience, I'm not sure it will help you a lot, you know, uh, to, to go ahead. So uh, for my personal advice, testing. Test as maximum as possible and don't care if you lose someone uh, or think, okay, if I lose... Uh, some audience they unfollow, probably I need to change something to fix it. But uh, without testing, you don't know where to go. Simple. Exactly. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I, yeah. I everything you said, like um, personal stories along mm-hmm. with content to thought leadership content, but just have fun, man. What, what I call that is like edutainment. Mm-hmm. Edu- educational and um, entertaining content, right? People want to hear stories. People want to see this. One thing I heard from a CEO that was really good, and this might help people who are trying to start their personal brand. We are all our own digital media agency. We are all mm-hmm. our own media company, right? So mm-hmm. we all have a phone. We all have an opportunity. You have a chance to create the content and build with people. Just do it. What Anatoly mm-hmm. is going to be completely different from what I do, right? We have the same concept, right? We have the same theory, but the way we go about it may be differently, but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that one is wrong versus the other. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. the, you know, people like, hey, it's got to be my way. It's got to be this way. It's got to be your way. No, I, I sold $2 million without selling selling an email like this with a hat mm-hmm. on, with a hoodie on, and that's, <laughs> good him. And that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think it's better not to limit yourself with some standards. Yeah. yeah. For example, uh, someone, uh, I don't remember who told me this. You can't post this content on LinkedIn. I replied, why? Why I can't? Because it's business platform. You need to be straightforward. No, man. <laughs> you know, uh, for me, it doesn't matter. I can post content uh, that uh, it doesn't, uh, you know, uh, if it's not, again, the rules, so the policy, I can post it. I don't limit myself. I can post any content. Uh, and I think uh, it's better when you stand out from the rest, when you don't copy others. If you play yourself, uh, it doesn't matter. It's TikTok or LinkedIn. I can post content uh, on TikTok uh, with business goals and post content on LinkedIn with personal experience, you know, just uh, some funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk more about uh, getting the right data. Uh, again, how, yeah, how to find this uh, right data? For example, when you wanna create, uh, I don't know, uh, to analyze your audience and uh, create content that people wanna consume from your audience. So uh, wait, I didn't hear the first part. Can you repeat the first part, man? Uh, how, how to find the right data today uh, uh, with the goal to uh, learn your audience? For example, uh, I usually uh, 
checkout Quora, Reddit, Keyword Research Tools. I'm looking for ways what people asking. You know, if they ask about this, yeah, probably I can share post content. Uh, from your experience, how to find the right data and uh, post content that people uh, wanted to consume. If you're talking about from like I can tell you from a business standpoint, like if I work mm-hmm. with a brand, but I think you mean from a personal branding standpoint, right? Is that yeah, what you're okay. asking? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, so from a personal branding standpoint, I would tell you I very honestly, I don't look at any analytics. Mm-hmm. I don't look at any analytics. I look at whatever the impressions are. I know LinkedIn change up that stuff, right? I don't look at anything. I don't judge myself on vanity metrics. What I judge myself mm-hmm. is on the impact that I have on people. Mm-hmm. That's what I judge myself on. Because that's what really matters at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. what I'm of your content that's what's going to make them go to your website that's what's going to make them come to this podcast today and say and support right it's the impact so when i think about metrics i think about how many real conversations have i had with people mm-hmm. five nice. whether it's 10 whether it's 15 that's what i look at right and that's my focus group so i ask them did you like that mm-hmm. did you did that do something and they'll tell me yo jt yo, that was cool jt that was whack jt uh-huh. you know what I mean? and that's what i love and that's uh-huh. what the community. So imagine scaling that, right? To 100, 200, 300 mm-hmm. people. Like I have 13,000 followers now, right? I can tell you right now, I probably know about 75% of them. Mm-hmm. Got that's it. the difference yeah. between me and a lot of different people, right? You're like, how the hell do you find the time? Guess what? I respond to every, every DM. I respond to every email. I give people my number. People call me. I take calls mm-hmm. after work. All of that stuff, it might sound like a lot, but I just love helping people, especially when it comes to LinkedIn, because I know how much it changed my life. Mm-hmm. So if I help it change your life and you up-level your career, then that's a win for me. So that's mm-hmm. what I said on. Uh, what about spam emails? Do you respond to them or not? To emails? Oh, emails? Uh, no. uh, not emails, it's just uh, pers- okay. Uh, uh, messages on LinkedIn, for example. I, I get a bunch of them. Yeah, I respond to everything. Yeah. Right, there, would, there would not be one person, and, and I don't automate it, totally. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. But I feel like if you were to like my content, you've been following me for a whole month, da, 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 you finally found enough courage to say, you know what? I'm going to say what's up to Jared, man. Hey, Jared, I really love your stuff, man. You're amazing. Boom. Hey, thank you for loving my content. I, this is an automated uh-huh. message to tell you that this is a thing. Like, I hate <laughs> it. Oh, no, yeah, nice that, right? of Because I've had that happen. The reason why I say that, I had that happen. I was working, um, I was talking to a dude, he's a big influencer on the space, right? Like, you know, I'm a big fan of this, right? So I just hit him up, man, like, yo, would you be on my podcast? Mm-hmm. So I hit him with the podcast. Was, I am no longer here. And this and the third, my assistants will call you. And they would do, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? It just made me feel completely different about the person. And I don't want to mm-hmm. feel, I don't want somebody to feel that way about me. So I respond to every post. It might not be immediately, but I respond, I hit you up. Very rarely do I not respond to somebody unless, you know, somebody comes up with some extra philosophical stuff like, hey, Jared, this, the sun, the line, the sunshine, lines or shines on you and do all this. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Let me go to another plan. <laughs> but if you're cool, man, I respond all day. Yeah. Uh, can you share uh, uh, what to do if nobody mm, cares about your content? For example, um, I, uh, people often ask me, you know, they post content, a lot of content, but nobody uh, likes this content. Nobody uh, submits yeah. comments. What to do? How to engage with others? How to provoke them to uh, engage with your content? The best way to get people to engage with your content is by actually engaging with their content. <laughs> That's the key. 
So when most yeah. people don't do because right, because look, like you said, nobody cares, right? So guess yeah. what? If you're not showing love to everybody else, why should somebody show love to you? Why should they? Exactly. Why yeah. should they? So, so that's the biggest trick. So when people are like, man, why people follow me? Guess what? I'm not creating thought-provoking content or like the, the matrix or something. My shit isn't like that. But what I do is I engage with so many people and I show love to so many people that I know when I post something, I know who's going to like my stuff already. And then that likes is going to boost me into the network and boost me into the algorithm, boost me into more feeds. That's what it is. Right. So like, nice. yeah. So don't worry about the content. Engage with other people, man. Engage with top influencers. Comment on Gary V. Comment on your coworker stuff. Comment on Anatoly stuff, my stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. when I like it or I like your comment. More people see your name, right? So, so they're like, "Oh, you're engaging with Jared. You're engaging with Anatoly. That's so cool, right?" So, just put your name in the many hats. Engage with people. Don't be phony. Be witty. Have fun with it. It is only LinkedIn again, y'all. It's only LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agree with that. Uh, I think it's better to uh, book your time, you know, to schedule time, and uh, uh, how uh, long uh, can you share to uh, comment on other posts? And uh, I usually do it a few hours a day. People are asking me, how can you get this audience? You know, guys, I spend a lot of time commenting. I comment, I don't submit uh, comments like, thank you, good post, love it. No way. I share additional value. I spend time to write some meaningful comments uh, that will provide uh, extra uh, uh, value. Yeah. And people are looking uh, to get more value. It's simple. For example, if you help them in your comments, they want to get more value and uh, they open your profile and can feel, okay, this guy has helped me. I want to yep. get more help from him. And yeah, they uh, they started to follow you and engage with your content because they know if you uh, share this uh, value before, they open your content and check out, oh, more value here. Okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty simple. So uh, I think... Uh, you know, uh, you can use these uh, methods or any platforms except TikTok. Uh, uh, probably you can do it on TikTok, but on TikTok, you know, it's better to be consistent. Just post as maximum as possible because TikTok algorithms can uh, share content that people are interested to watch. And uh, most influencers, uh, when I spoke with, with them, they replied to me, uh, you don't need to, uh, to engage a lot with others. You can, you can, uh, but uh, it's better to spend more time creating content because on TikTok algorithms, uh, they, uh, you know, for example, um, I, uh, I don't have a lot of followers on uh, TikTok. But when I post videos, some of them get uh, hundred views, thousand views. Why? Because uh, TikTok doesn't have enough content. Uh, simple, yeah. you know. On Facebook, uh, Facebook has a lot of content, and they can't show all content online. That's why brands usually get three percent of uh, engagement rate. On LinkedIn, yeah, it's uh, probably hard as well. But it's on TikTok, two, two it's two percent on LinkedIn. So yeah, two percent. 722 million active users, only 2% post actively on LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. what the term, the correct term for it's called content deficient. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean? So there is no content. There's not enough many people posting, right? So that's why someone yeah. on LinkedIn with 100 followers and then get 100,000 views on a post because 
there's nobody posting. Imagine yeah. it being a big party and there's only so many people dancing and we're all having a good time. We're like, hey, and uh -huh. they're like, oh man, they're getting followers, they're getting engagement, and you're on the bench. You're like, man, this looks pretty cool. And then you want to go in there and, <laughs> and then you start dancing, right? And then you do those things. That that's what it's like, right, guys? So um, I think we have a question because I, I have to go soon, but I definitely would love to answer the question. Uh, okay, Nikolaj Mishkov, you can ask whatever you want please, about, please. <laughs> about social media. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> okay, uh, I, I have more uh, questions about uh, building your personal brand. Um, I think most brands want to sell today. Uh, but uh, when you build personal brand, how it will help to uh, sell uh, in the future or uh, helping with selling for your company. For example, if you have company, uh, I don't know. For example, if I check out Elon Musk, uh, uh, I, I'm assuming that he sells more than all marketing channels uh, on Tesla. Uh, just sharing a few tweets uh, and yeah, it's enough. What do you think about that? I think, I think it's very important. I think uh, personal brand is going to be important for the actual brands, right? Is everything is gonna be about tracking, right? How do you track this stuff, right? So like you as an employee, make yourself indispensable at an organization if you have a personal brand and why? Because one, it's better relationship with your customers, right? So every conversation I have with any customer I engage with, I connect with them on LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're following my content. Now we're talking on Tuesday. Now we're starting to get more connected, right? As far as new customers, right? Somebody may hear my story and want to go down and, and hear, you know, go to the website. They may want to, even if they don't purchase, they might, it may affect brand sentiment, right? The way you feel about the brand may essentially change based off of my story and how you interact with me. So yes, it matters, right? And guess what? If I bring 5,000 visitors to the, to the company website, guess what? You would have had to pay for that, right? Mm -hmm. So now- yeah. What happens when it comes to negotiation time for my salary or for mm -hmm. my commission or for those things? Guess what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be slightly more higher than somebody who isn't doing it, right? Because I am also hitting quota. I'm also showing the brand. I'm also on these podcasts. I'm also creating my own podcast and I'm also a top seller. So what do you want? You want that or do you want somebody who's just going to go in the cubicle, make the calls and go home? Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, nice. What that's what it's about, man. And so what is it? Recommend an effective social network to promote the brand of a real estate developer, LinkedIn and TikTok. So mm -hmm. LinkedIn and TikTok are content. Um, those, like I said, those are content discovery platforms, right? Mm -hmm. So many people are posting on there. They don't, they don't post on LinkedIn one because people are, are scared of what they, what, what their professional image. Right. Mm -hmm. How are people going to think about me? Uh, should I not wear the hat? Should I button up? Um, will anybody care? Um, what if my old coworkers laugh at me? What are all those things? Right. And that's why they don't want to post. Right. So that's why it's content deficient. So you go mm -hmm. in there and you educate your users. Right. If I'm a real estate person, what I'm telling them is what what are the pain points that I hear on a day to day basis? Right. How do you vet a house? How do you do the appraisal? How do you do this? Right. How do you pitch as a sale, a real estate person? Right. And I'm making videos and content geared around that. So I'm known as the real estate guy. And once mm -hmm. you become the real estate guy, when I come with my house and I need something or if I'm a commercial developer or whatever, I'm coming to the real estate guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Why would I come yeah. to my house? Right. Same as TikTok. Same with any organization, whether you're in social media, whether you're in SEO, like I was doing SEO, guys. SEO is not the sexiest topic. It's not something that I love, mm -hmm. but it's important 
but I'm also helping, right? But it's also a small community, right? People have been there for 20 years, right? So me talking about mm-hmm. keywords isn't going to be impactful for them, right? But what was impactful was my personal story. So then mm-hmm. I connected with them and they let me in the community. And that's love, right? So, so that's what it's about, guys. So if you're doing it, LinkedIn, TikTok, those are the two places to go. Obviously, it's good to have all social channels, but those are the ones where you're going to see the most traction. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. And, you know, when someone uh, uh, tells me that it's boring, leave it, you know, <laughs> forget <laughs> about this. If uh, SEO is boring, if uh, digital marketing is boring, if social media is boring, if uh, some books are boring, leave it. Find what you love. Find what you like, where you enjoy your time, you know. So uh, I, I don't understand when someone uh, tells me as you is boring. It's not boring, you know. If I love uh, my time uh, uh, promoting, creating content uh, for SEO, so that means it's not boring for me. If it's boring for you, just leave it, forget it, and find something else. Simple, you know. It, it doesn't mean that everyone needs to be an influencer. Uh, Many uh, great uh, offers, they have no uh, Twitter, you know, yeah, even book offers. They, uh, they don't care about Twitter. That's okay, you know, they're good with uh, writing books. So uh, you need to find your way and uh, don't copy others if someone, uh, especially from your competitors, are active on the social media, but you don't like it. So find uh, other channels, develop your products, go ahead with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, SEO is definitely not boring, man. It's definitely important for every brand, and you need to know it. It's just very technical, especially depends on what topic you're talking about. If you're mm-hmm. talking about JavaScript, HTML, oh, all that other stuff, like for me, I'm not a coder, I'm not a developer, so I don't know, right? But the thought of how to engineer how someone mm-hmm. finds your website and finds your content on this search engine, that's mm-hmm. sexy to me. That's appealing to me, right? But uh, uh-huh. it, it's totally my fault, brother. I didn't realize we went over time, man, but I've, I've got a client call in a little bit, brother. But um, we'd love to jump back on if you want to, man. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting when uh, I'm talking with my web developers, sometimes I can feel uh, these guys are not uh, with me. You know, <laughs> they are in their codes, you know, in HTMLs, uh, in Java. And, you know, uh, I'm talking to them, but I can see that eyes uh, are on other places. So yeah. because they're not interested to uh, talk, they're interested to uh, to create this code, you know, to, uh, to be in the web development. So it's their choice, you know, it's not boring for them. It, it's probably yeah. boring for me. That's why yeah. I'm not a web developer. So exactly. <laughs> <find> your way. <laughs> exactly, brother. But I'm, I'm sorry. Once again, bro, I'm sorry, man. I got to jump for a client call, bro. But let's oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. No, no, no. And it's totally, man. I, just uh-huh. want to thank, I want to thank you, brother. Thank you for mm-hmm. creating this platform. Thank you for connecting people. Thank you for being yourself, brother. Thank you for having me on. This is my second time on, man. And it's always a pleasure. I would love to have you on my show one time, brother. And okay. just keep doing what you're doing, brother. You're doing a great job, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's a big pleasure to have you on my show. Just tell our audience how they can reach out to you, follow you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so everybody, it's Jared Thomas on LinkedIn, right? That's my that's my biggest channel. So that's where I'm on most frequently, right? But you could also catch me every week on More Than a Title podcast, which is on Spotify, Apple. Um, it goes live on LinkedIn. So you can go right to Jared Thomas, click on my profile. I go live every week. Uh, we had the CMO of Gong recently, Udi Ledegor. We had the CMO of Hootsuite. Uh, recently had uh, Walter Gare, who actually created the skip ad button, which is really crazy. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you guys get a chance, listen that out. Um, it's on YouTube. It's a really good video. 
But um, yeah, I'm happy to help anybody, man. So if you guys want to know more, just you know, follow me, man. I'm happy to assist you and we can set up a call, whatever you want to do, man. I don't charge you. Okay, thanks, man. It's a big pleasure to see you again. You, Always yeah, a pleasure. Yeah. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.